Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Have, uh, the road sprays from Patrick Groundfog, and also be aware of the vehicles out there, the maintenance vehicles out there to help out when needed. You'll see them over on the shoulders. Again, uh, use caution as you make your way through. But taking a look at the Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia, it does look like the volume is getting even less as people settle in for the overnight hours with the uh, poor uh, driving conditions out and about. This includes in Virginia, up and down the 95 corridor between Springfield and Fredericksburg. All lanes are open with no delays. The run on 66 heading away from the Beltway all the way out to Front Royal and back. You'll find no issues inside the Beltway. 66 is clear between Falls Church to the Roosevelt Bridge, and you'll find no delays anywhere on 395 north of the Springfield Interchange heading to and across the Potomac into the district. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Rain this morning, mixing in with snow. Snow around 5, 6 o'clock, and then a burst of snow between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. today. We'll get between about 1 and 4 inches of snow accumulating generally on grassy surfaces, about 3 inches around Frederick, Maryland, and Hagerstown, and more out in western Maryland. If it snows hard enough, could get some slippery patches on area roads. Temperatures in the 40s, wind chills in the 30s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Checking the airports, 43 this hour at Reagan National, 42. BWI Marshall, 43 as well at Dulles. We are at 43 degrees and holding in our nation's capital where the time now on your Tuesday morning is 1250. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Have a good Tuesday morning to you, February 13th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this morning. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up, officials from New York to Massachusetts Tuesday morning warning people to prep for a fierce, fast-moving nor'easter. Here at home, a wintry mix will make its way through our region. Some school systems have already changed plans, we'll tell you. There's powerful new opposition in Richmond to building a sports arena in Alexandria. I'm Dick Iuliano. D.C.'s mayor fighting hard to stop the Caps and Wizards from leaving the city. This is Kyle Cooper. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Heavy snow is on the way to the northeast and New England, says CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. This is going to be a fairly quick hitter. This storm is going to start up in the early morning hours. It really starts accumulating right around sunrise and the morning commute. And then it's basically out of the New York metro area by lunch and by the Boston area. It's done by the evening commute. One person's been killed, five wounded in a shooting on a subway platform in New York City. As the train pulled into the station, police say two groups of teens were fighting and one pulled out a gun and started firing as the doors opened. Ephraim Feliciano was there. I saw a gunshot, like boom, 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 because I heard a bullet. Hit the wall. A 34-year-old man was shot and killed. Five others, as young as 14, who were shot, are expected to recover. Transit Chief Michael Kemper. To have a shooting like this in the, in the subway system uh, it is extremely rare and unacceptable. Mac Rosenberg for CBS News, New York. John Stewart returned to Comedy Central's The Daily Show Monday night, wasting no time criticizing President Biden and former President Trump. They are the oldest people ever to run for president, breaking by only four years the record that they set. I think we've got a new name for our election coverage. Indecision 2024 Antiques Roadshow. All right. 
Comedy Central is owned by Paramount, the parent company of CBS News. The CDC says from 2016 to 2022, the rate of syphilis in pregnant women in the U.S. more than tripled. CBS News medical contributor Dr. Celine Gounder is an editor-at-large for public health at KFF Health News. Lack of transportation as well as substance use disorders and mental health issues. There are also many pregnant women who may not qualify for Medicaid. Another contributing factor is the shortage of penicillin. We'll learn January's consumer price index in a few hours. The inflation rate is expected to have slowed to 2.9% on an annual basis, down from 3.4% in December. More from CBS's Jolene Kent. What we're going to be watching closely is how much food prices went up, gas prices, auto insurance, those kinds of things that really do add up and hit the monthly budget. But we're starting to see voters are feeling better about the economy overall. The longest Super Bowl game ever was also the most watched program in television history. Nielsen and Adobe Analytics say the game averaged 123.4 million viewers across television and streaming platforms. It was televised by CBS, Nickelodeon, and, of course, streamed on Paramount+. Plus. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. WTOP at 103. Good Tuesday morning, February 13th, 2024. Rain moderate to heavy at times. By daybreak, we're going to mix with some wintry precip, according to Veronica, 36 to 44 for the low. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do appreciate you taking us along for your early morning 1 a.m. hour ride Tuesday morning. Not yet, but according to what we're hearing, you will be soon enough. Some school systems in our region are changing their schedules this early morning for today, Tuesday, February 13th, because of the expected wintry weather headed our way. We know now this, this morning, Loudoun County Public Schools are closed this Tuesday, and we've heard from Fairfax County, Fauquier County, Clark County, and Frederick County Public Schools all under a two-hour delay. Keep it here on WTOP. We'll bring you the very latest, always updated. A click away at WTOP.com. WTOP at 104. Now we turn to the latest on efforts this morning to build a new arena for the Caps and Wiz in Alexandria. There is new stiff opposition, apparently, in Virginia's General Assembly over this issue, as the state Senate bill that would have pushed the plan forward was tabled this week. Still, Monumental Sports, which owns the team, says this morning it is 100% focused on moving them out of D.C. and into Potomac Yard. Senate Democrat Louise Lucas, chair of the Finance Committee, has denounced the plan to build a $2 billion sports arena in the Potomac Yard neighborhood. If the project's revenues are insufficient to cover the debt, 
taxpayers are on the hook to bail out this project. But Monica Dixon of Monumental Sports says she expects the Virginia House to approve the first step in the arena plan and looks forward to working with Senator Lucas and other members of the Senate. We're eager to talk with her, the committee, and all the legislators in the Senate uh, to make sure they have all the information they need. Dixon says the project will benefit Alexandria and the entire Commonwealth. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Meanwhile, D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser is vowing to take any action necessary to keep Monumental and its teams at Capital One through the end of its lease in 2047. Monumental insists it has the right to pay off the bond connected to the teams playing at Capital One and leave in 2027. Mayor Muriel Bowser says not so fast. I, I will say I have no intention of paying off the bonds early. Asked if the city can refuse to pay off the bonds, even if Monumental pays what it owes, the mayor said she couldn't comment on the city's legal strategy. Monumental also says it will ask the city to extend the Caps and Wizards playing through 2027 at Capital one and we'll pay $75 million for that. We've reached out to the mayor for comment on that. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 106. A mother whose toddler was killed in a shooting in the Langley Park area of Prince George's County last week is speaking out this morning, telling Telemundo 44 she was pushing her son in a stroller when it happened when groups of people started firing gunshots on Kanawa Street. She and the toddler were shot. I believe that we were at the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's how we lost our son. Her identity is being protected this morning because she is a crime victim and a witness in the case. The two-year-old's mother says her son was full of joy and love. You can go a GoFundMe page has been set up if you're interested in helping out for funeral expenses. You could read more about that. A click away at WTOP.com. Meantime, word this morning that the two suspects made made their first court appearance on Monday in this case in court. WTOP's Scott Gelman tells us they're being ordered now to be held without bond. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy is vowing to get justice for the mother of a two-year-old who was shot and killed last week. But this is a very sad case. It just is. A two-year-old innocent child is dead. Here in court this afternoon, Brave Boy's office said one of the suspects, Johnny Tercios, was on probation after a robbery but still had a gun. Sounds like he was on probation. He violated the terms of his probation. He and Israel Fuentes Jr. are being held without bond. Charging documents say a carjacked Ford connected to the incident had an AK-47 which matched the casings near the scene. As for motive, attorney Giovanna Miller says, We believe that they were caught in crossfires uh, based on accounts given by the witnesses. In upper Marlboro, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Police are still looking this morning, we're told, for other suspects connected to the case. Good Tuesday morning, February 13th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good Tuesday morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. They finally found that accident beltway in a loop over by the bridge complex at National Harbor Boulevard at I-295. You'll see it uh, underneath one of the bridges that blocks the far right lane. Move over to the left side. It's in the through lanes, and you'll not see any delays because of this, but it's definitely there. The other issue around town, of course, is the ongoing uh, rain. Heavy at times with the uh, accompanying fog and uh, the road spray. So, again, take it very easy as you make your way around the district, uh, both on the beltway and 
Maryland and in Virginia. All lanes aside from this accident uh, near National Harbor Boulevard, all lanes are clear. Uh, otherwise, uh, on the Beltway on uh, in Virginia, they ride up and down the 95 corridor. You'll find no delays. There are no accidents reported. However, there's a broken down vehicle reported eastbound 66 over by Business 234 Sudley Road. But it's out of the roadway, but you notice the flashing lights. But there are no delays either side of 66 between the Beltway and the Route 81 interchange south of Winchester. In the district, you could look and ride on the freeway from 14th Street across Washington to the 11th Street Bridge. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's President's Day Sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. It's been raining now for a while, and that rain will pick up in intensity around 5, 6 o'clock, mixing in with snow. And then it's a burst of nothing but snow between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., mainly north and west of D.C. That's where we could get some accumulating snowfall, mainly on grassy areas. But if it does snow hard enough, we could see some accumulation on some area roads, the bridges and overpasses mainly, where there could be some slick patches. So watch it north and west of town. Temperatures in the 40s later today, wind chills in the 30s. I'm 7 News, Chief Meteorologist. Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 43 degrees in Washington this morning. Our Tuesday morning, February 13th, brought to you this early morning on TOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Tuesday morning, now at 110. Of course, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Chip maker NVIDIA just passed Amazon for market value. Now $1.8 trillion. NVIDIA stock has more than tripled in the last year. Tuesday's CPI report may show inflation dipped below 3% last month. D.C. area home prices in January were up 7% from a year ago. Median selling prices in the D.C. metro are up 29% since 2019. The Dow closed at another record Monday, up 126 points, but the S&P 500 lost five. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Overseas, this one a.m. hour check, Asian stocks remain mainly higher, with the exception of the Hang Seng, which is down this hour by 132 points. Elsewhere, the Nikkei is up. By 1,059, the Kospi is up 21 this morning. The Shanghai is up 36. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Former President Donald Trump now this week asking the Supreme Court to put off his D.C. election interference trial. We're in depth with the latest this Tuesday morning next on WTOP. It's 112. Welcome in. In the Washington region, winter weather is all over the map. Will it be sunny? Or snowmageddon? Leave it to the experts with weather updates from WTOP every 10 minutes on the 8th. We track the storm so you know how to prepare. WTOP News. Facts matter. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. It's 4 a.m. Monday. And you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, thanks for starting your wanting hour with us here at WTLP. Tuesday, February 13th. We're looking for rain that's continuing this morning. Spotty, moderate to heavy in some places at times. By daybreak, Veronica says the 
Low should be somewhere between 36 and 44. Snow developing after 6 in the morning, mixing in with all of this, depending upon where you are in the region. So you want to keep your dial right here to see how it may affect you on WTOP, WTOP WTOP.com, and, of course, free on the WTOP app. We are looking at 43 degrees in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this morning. Welcome in. It's 113 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Former President Donald J. Trump is turning to the Supreme Court this week to weigh in on his claim of absolute immunity from prosecution. The filing by the president's lawyers this week comes a week after a federal appeals court here in D.C. rejected his arguments then of presidential immunity in his federal election interference case. This Tuesday morning, Perry Stein, who covers the Justice Department for The Washington Post, also co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter, joins WTOP's Dimitri Sotis with the latest for us. There's a lot going on this week. So Trump did file. It wasn't an official appeal. It was basically asking to keep the for the Supreme Court to pause the proceedings in the lower court. And while they kind of file their more formal appeal and they said if they don't, this would radically alter the election. So are they looking for the full appeals court to weigh in or are they going right to the high bench? What what does Donald Trump want to come out of this? That's a good question. They're going straight to the Supreme Court. And that's kind of because the way the appeals court, when they shot down his appeal and said, hey, no, presidential immunity does not mean you can't be prosecuted in this case. They kind of tied his hands a bit and said, you need to reply to the Supreme Court by today, meaning by Monday, if you or else the case will basically unpause, meaning the pretrial proceedings will go on in the actual court. So he went straight to the Supreme Court to ask them to continue the pause on the lower court proceedings. Catherine Herridge of CBS News is kind enough to join us uh, each week. And last week, she suggested from her sources that the Supreme Court may not even take this up. I don't want to ask the same question of you because we just don't know. But can can we at least discuss whether that is the, the buzz right now, the discussion that the justices may have no interest in this case. Yeah, there's certainly buzz about that. I Again, I can't predict it. We know that the appeals court ruled, the three people ruled unanimously, which means there was no dissent, no kind of holes in their argument that, you know, that are make it easier to appeal. So the Supreme Court, or to take up an appeal, so the Supreme Court does have that option to say, hey, we don't want to touch this. The appeals court is the final ruling on this. Got it. What about in Georgia? There's a hearing in a couple of days. Oh, my God. Is there ever? So there is a hearing in a couple of days to discuss whether to like look into this alleged improper relationship between Fonnie Willis and one of the top prosecutors she hired and brought on to this case. So it's looking at these allegations that you know, the case should be dismissed because of this improper relationship tainted the prosecution. So we've got that. We've got Fonnie Willison see whether she has to testify there. And then let's circle back to New York. Aren't we waiting for the judge there? Yeah, another case. So there's a hearing on Thursday, the same day as Georgia. And what we should get there is clarity as if the case right now, right, the case has been scheduled for the end of March. And the judge has kind of been pretty silent as that, as presumably he's been waiting to see how the other cases play out. So we may very well find out on Thursday that the New York case is the first to go to trial. So the first trial to try a former president maybe in New York. That's Perry Stein, who covers the Justice Department for The Washington Post and is also co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter talking with Artemitri Sotis. 
Let's look at some of the top stories we're following for you on WTLP. President Biden says the U.S. is pushing for a six-week pause in the fighting between Israel and Hamas in Gaza. The House Speaker cast doubt this morning on Ukraine, Israel, and the aid package that includes Taiwan as senators grind toward a final vote here. A shooter enters a Texas megachurch with her young son using an AR-style rifle in the attack. A difficult driving, closed schools, canceled flights, what to expect from a northeast storm, northeast, that is moving in our direction. We'll let you know what's coming our way. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. It's 117, traffic and weather coming right up. Stay with us. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available, too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Got me right up on WTLP after traffic and weather. Police and human services, D.C.'s latest crime-fighting strategy blends both at local hubs. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 118. Ben Berger's with us this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you very much, Dean. Had the accident working Beltway in a loop over by I-295. Moved out of the far right lane over to the far left shoulder where it's near some uh, trucks are parked. So it's out of the travel lanes, whether on the inside lanes or the outside local lanes. And there are no delays anywhere that you go on the Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia. Still seeing that rain all through the area, leaving some patchy ground fog here and there. Also, of course, the dreaded road spray. So again, take it easy as you make your way around. But it looks like uh, many people around the DMV sitting this one out. Very, very late volume of traffic all through the Washington area and surrounding states, both in Maryland and in Virginia. Uh, it is a very gloomy ride out there. So, again, if you do have to go out for whatever reason, just be careful out there. you find no delays on Route 50 in Maryland between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. 95 and 295 clear between the two Beltways and no troubles on 270 heading north up into Frederick in Virginia. No major issues up and down the 95 corridor. All lanes are clear. No troubles on 66 inside or outside the Beltway. And 395 also running well between Springfield and the 14th Street Bridge. The freeway running in the clear. All lanes are wide open between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up this half hour Tuesday morning, February 13th after traffic and weather this morning. Police and Human Services, D.C.'s latest crime-fighting strategy 
blends both at local hubs. I'm Kate Ryan. The potential for some slick patches on area roads this morning, so you'll want to take it easy, take it slow, budget extra time to get to where you need to go safely. We do have rain out there right now, but it is uh, showing signs of a little bit of uh, snow that will start mixing in around 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, and then between 6 o'clock this morning and 10 a.m., it's a burst of snow. A few short hours, this system flies through here, north and west of D.C., for Howard, for Montgomery, for Loudoun, for Fauquier County. It could be between 1 and 4 inches of snowfall. We have temperatures rising into the 40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're looking at 42 degrees in College Park, 42 Fairfax, 43 on the National Mall, 43 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTLP in the 1 a.m. hour on Tuesday morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. WTLP at 121. You're with WTOP, Van Dean Lane. Here's Vlad Bakalu, Senior Vice President, Strategic and Technical Solutions at Amentum, in the new series, Top Voices, Creating a Safer, Smarter, Cleaner World, sponsored by Amentum. We have different concepts within digital engineering, and Amentum offers advanced engineering and mission support systems to our clients in different sectors, from um, defense to intelligence to uh, homeland security and even space. To hear more of this interview, visit Federal News Network. Network.com. Search Amentum. At Amentum, we solve the world's most complex challenges. When the U.S. military accelerates hypersonics technology. When our nation safely remediates and cleans up nuclear waste. When the DOD modernizes digital systems. When smart and scalable clean energy is essential. When unmanned systems require enhanced capabilities. Amentum is there. Creating better outcomes for a safer, smarter, cleaner world. Amentum. Solving what's next. Learn more at Amentum.com. Good morning. Welcome to WTLP. Glad you're with us this early hour. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. WTOP at 123. Good morning. This is WTOP News. One person is dead, five others hurt after a shooting inside a New York City subway during the start of the commute on Monday in the afternoon. New York City police say this morning that gunfire broke out just after 4.30 Monday afternoon at a station in the Bronx following a dispute, apparently between two groups of teens. People started running off the train onto the platform and more shots were fired while on the platform. And that's when uh, and where our victims were shot. That was NYPD chief and transit owned a tra- transit manager, Michael Kemper, this morning. Four men, two women were taken to the hospital in this incident. Their ages range from 14 to 71. Police say some of the victims were possibly involved in the dispute. Others were waiting for the train. A suspect has not yet been identified in that case. DC's mayor foreseen a focusing on rising crime in the city. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports Tuesday morning the mayor has introduced the first of a series of hubs that provide more policing and human services. We not only want people to be safe, but feel safe. D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser introduced the new Safe Commercial Corridor Hub in Chinatown, where residents can connect with police and the Departments of Behavioral Health and Human Services. 
Now, the hub opens less than one block from a Walgreens where a robbery suspect was shot Sunday night. Police Chief Pamela Smith. We have been working with the FBI on this particular, these particular robberies that have occurred here in Walgreens since July. Smith said the suspect who was critically injured is linked to seven robberies at the very same Walgreens. Bowser said there will be added police presence near the hubs with two more being added in the spring. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Let's talk transportation on WTOP Tuesday morning. Newto Metro is trying to keep running despite a $750 million budget gap these days. Arrangements are being made with D.C., Maryland, and Virginia to pay the money that it'll take to fix this. But they're also...